So the NASA Dance College will be uh, extending their audition application closing date now to the 15th of November. The college is encouraging First Nations dancers from all around the country to apply in a new online audition uh, process, which uh, encourages people to not not travel to the college itself, which is in New South Wales, uh, but to talk to us more about the college and uh, her experiences there, we have Emily Flannery, uh, who is currently a member of the Bangara Dance Theatre, but uh, is talking to us here on Karma about her time at NASDA. Thank you very much for joining us, Emily. Oh, hello. Thank you for having me. You're a proud Wiradjuri woman from Forbes in the centre of New South Wales or centre-west of New South Wales. Can you tell us a little bit about how someone from Forbes goes to, uh, I suppose, work with the Bangara Dance Theatre? Tell us about those early days in in Forbes and, and your love for dancing. Well, I guess I was pretty lucky um, growing up in a small town um, meant that I was able to kind of have a crack at a lot of different activities after school. Um, and when I was really little, I was pigeon-toed. And so my mom thought that dance would be a really great way for me to like to help align my feet. Um, so I started doing ballet classes just at the local dance school. And um, eventually I just started learning everything. I just happened to love it. And so, um, yeah, I was really lucky that my family supported a career in the arts and they encouraged me um, to keep dancing and, and pursue that. And so I kind of um, I left Forbes for, for a while. I went to school at the McDonald College and then... Um, after that, I went through NASA and yeah, I ended up with a career in dance. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. Um, big dreams for someone from Forbes. So um, I'm very grateful. Can you maybe take us to the time that you were auditioning for the college? What were your feelings? Uh, were people supportive at the college when you were applying? Yeah, so um, I kind of found my way to NASA almost accidentally. Um, while I was at McDonald College, one of my good friends, Gary um, Daniel, she she left the college and then went to NASA. And um, so while she was there, we like we kept in contact. And um, once I graduated from McDonald College, I actually gave up dance because I I got injured and I thought, oh, you know, this isn't for me anymore. So I had about three years where I, I didn't dance. And my sister, um, Amy, who went through NASA with me, um, she said, oh, there's this audition. Um, we should do it together. And I said, oh, nah, nah, my time with dance is done. And she said, oh, too bad. I can already put in the application. So um, off we went. <laughs> and um, I guess we spent a week. The audition process went for about a week. Um, and it was at NASA. Um, and it was so fun, you know, there were so many people from all over the place coming together and because the way that the auditions were at the time, um, we all got to spend the week together, like getting to know each other and, um, the DAs that were already at the college, you know, they come and yarn with us at the lunchtime and there'd be a big gathering. So, you know, people are always curious about who the new people are. So, um, everyone introduced themselves and. You know, you kind of get a feel of what the college is going to be like during that audition. You know, you kind of 
can tell, oh, maybe this is for me or this isn't for me. Or, um, But mostly I found that I was really excited to try it just because it seemed like such a great community atmosphere. The thing I love about that story, Emily, is your sister pretty much kind of like just taking on uh, the application herself and, um, well, I don't know if forcing is the right word, but kind of just saying, I see talent in you and you uh, should just go for this and I'm going to just do it for you anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I have, have a lot to be grateful to my sister for. <laughs> She's, um, it was such a great experience, you know, and um, I think also really special for us to go through that together. So um, I'm very glad that you, uh, I guess, strongly encouraged me to do it. <laughs> Did your sister also attend the college and is she involved in dance still nowadays? Yes, so she's um, she and I went through the same time, so 2015 through to 2018. And she's an independent artist now, but her practice also includes music composition and um, animation as well as dance. So she's quite diverse in what she does. Um, She's one of the like founding members of a First Nations collective um, that's called Lost All Sorts, and they're all native graduates that do that. Um, and also, so sorry, I'm so proud of her. She was recently just announced as one of the David Page Fellowship recipients for Bangara. So yeah, it's all kind of Amazing. happening. And yeah, she well, I think she's always been really good at music, but we did kind of explore that more at NASA. Um, we had a really amazing teacher, Huey Benjamin, um, who was kind of a mentor to her, and I think that's really helped her, like, post-NASA. Talked a little bit about your sister and how she kind of was um, undertaking some different studies to what you were doing, but can you maybe tell us a little bit about some of the things that you were interested in when you were at NASA? We do quite a lot of, oh, well, definitely in step four and diploma, you do dance composition. And um, that's where you get the chance to explore your own sort of um, dance language or movement language and stories or ideas that interest you. Um, and so when I was in my diploma year, I got to make a 10-minute work using the DAs in the college um, and just really kind of find my voice as a young Indigenous artist. Um, I just love that, that freedom and um, opportunity, opportunity to explore that before you're actually out in the big wide world. Um, it was really fun <laughs> and a bit stressful, yeah. but mostly fun. <laughs> and uh, did you kind of undertake different types of dancing styles while you were at college? We do, like you learn urban techniques, like jazz, um, contemporary, release technique. And we also did contemporary indigenous technique as well, which was more um, like kind of similar to Bangara style. Um, we learned ballet. We did we do tumbling as well, which is really fun. Um, What's tumbling? Tell us a little bit. I don't know what that is. Oh, like handstands and forward rolls. And you can do like partnering tumbling. So like um, you learn cool lifts and stuff. And um, what we did was for the assessment because tumbling like sometimes it's part of dance and sometimes it's its own thing was we would make up our own dance and then just have tumbling elements in it so you kind of get to learn all these other skills that are not really accessible all the time um you know we learn them twice a week which is pretty cool people who might be 
here in the Northern Territory might be living on remote communities even who might be interested in a career in the arts might feel a little bit um, worried about coming off country or attending classes uh, in in the college. Maybe could you talk to us a little bit about that as well? Um, you're probably not as far away from Sydney as up here in the Northern Territory, but could you maybe talk to us a about your experiences in regards to that being off country and what support that the college give you? Well, I think it, you know, it's challenging for everyone and especially those ones whose families are so far away. Like there are times when at the college where things are really hard or it's stressful. We've got um, our assessments coming up and um, Mm -hmm. also on the hill, like it can feel quite isolating um, just because of the location of the college. Um, but definitely one thing that I found really helped get me through was that I made such great friends there that, you know, if you were feeling a bit homesick or, you know, you didn't have enough money for a feed, there was always someone who was going to help you. And, um, you know, my mob, Rudgery mob, is quite big, which I'm very lucky that quite a few of the names of people that I went through with were also Rudgery mob. And so if we were feeling homesick, like we could just share stories or, if I was talking about my home, you know, a lot of them had actually been there. And so that was really comforting. Um, I think, too, the staff at NASA, um, definitely when I went through, were very accommodating to that as well. They understand that we are really connected to our home. And it is important that we do go home, like we get time to be with our family, to be with our community. And um, even though NASA is really structured, there are there is support there where you can do that. What would you say has been the most valuable experience? Or I mean, it's a big question, but is there a valuable experience that you can think of when you were at NASDA that you kind of reflect upon and think, yeah, I'm really glad that I uh, spent some time here and led me to the career that I'm currently doing now? Yeah, um... I actually always think about the cultural residencies. I think that they're just a highlight of the year, um, definitely for me, and I know for a lot of other underwriting artists at NASA, um, when they alternate years, usually between uh, like Moa Island in the Torres Strait and um, Nini Kay in Northeast Arnhem Land. Um, that was the two, that, the two communities that I spent time in. Um, and just the, the generosity, I guess, with the tutors, um, you know, that they share their culture with you and you then get to go up and be on country up there. You learn to weave, like you are just so involved in the community. Um, mm. And the stuff that we learned, like I still remember the songs and dances that we learned from Moa, you know, like I still speak to um, my cultural tutors and I think that relationship is really special. I was going to talk to you about your time here in the Northern Territory, but you've kind of spoken to it there. And, and I think, um, you know, it's amazing to know that there is uh, a lot of people from all around the country coming to the college as well. Maybe could you tell us a little bit about uh, where most of your students came from? You talked about uh, there being a big Radri mob, but were there people from like up in Queensland or even up our way? Yeah, so um, there were a few from Queensland, a few from Melbourne, Victoria area. Um, we had quite a few, oh, well, not quite a few, but 
maybe three or four Torres Strait Islanders as well. Um, and some broom mob as well when I was at NASA. Okay, so it would be really great to see some people from the Territory come by as well, hopefully in future years. Yeah, and I think too, like, the great thing about NASA is that it is a dance college, but you don't have to be a dancer. Like, you get so many other skills as well. If you wanted to be a teacher or if you wanted to work in community, it kind of helps build your confidence for that as well. Emily, I was wondering if I could also talk to you about your career post-graduation. I see here a, a wonderful list of um, things that you've done. You've worked with Opera Australia. You've worked with Ensemble Offspring, who are a great group. Um, and, of course, we've spoken about your time in Bangara Dance Theatre uh, as well. Um, you sound like you've worked with so many really wonderful people since you've uh, graduated. Uh, I, I suppose... Talk to me about how much that industry and working with mob in an industry uh, and I suppose having a career with it is uh, kind of, um, just tell us a little bit about, you know, how fulfilling it is to, to be able to kind of undertake that journey. Yeah. Um, well, I think I'm very lucky, you know, I'm very grateful for the experiences that I've had and all the great people that I've been able to work with. Um, and I think a lot of it, too, like being Indigenous, like the art scene is already so small, you know, and then the mob in the art scene is small too, but it's growing and that's really exciting, like getting to meet other people. Um, more mob too, like one of my friends, he um, was associate producer with Sydney Festival and so while I was performing, like he was running around setting up the area, like it was just so special to be able to do that. Um, and I think... These experiences to, um, you know, we need more black fellows in the arts. We need to be able to see them more and all the, the wonderful skills that our mobs have, like showing that. Um, and art is such a great way to do it, you know, we're, we're natural born storytellers um, and it's the way that we communicate. So um, I always feel very grateful that I'm able to connect to my culture and, and do something that I love as my career. Like, I think I'm very lucky. What's your uh, best piece of advice that you'd want to give to people who are maybe thinking about um, putting in their online audition application in? Uh, what's, what's, what would you suggest people kind of think about? Yeah, I think, um, you know, if you're thinking about it, just have a go. You know, you've got nothing to lose. Um, really, if you come, you turn up to Nancy with an open mind or you just, your name in, um, fill out the form just because, like it might be something to do. I think it's a really great thing. Like you really have nothing to lose by having a go. Um, you know, I, I didn't even think I was going to do it and it ended up being one of the best best decisions I made, you know. So um, it can be daunting and I think the audition process, it doesn't really matter who you are, you know, you're going to be nervous and it's scary and it can be hard to leave home. But um if you if you don't try, you never know. So nothing to lose from having a go. Well, Emily Flannery, thank you very much for talking to us here at Karma in Mbantua, Alice Springs. Thank you very much for having me.